0: This is John Claude Jones.
1: This is Play Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yo, yeah, it's your boy buddy you. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. And you logged on the 10th year seniors. And the 10th year seniors. 10th year seniors. And you logged in with 10 years seniors. You I am joining the shit out of this podcast. This is legit my favorite time. You see that? Uh, a, yeah, yeah. seamless a, intro. It, it was so pretty I good. So I fade the music down and then yeah. I popped in at the right time. It was tense for a moment. Boy, oh, I hope this recording. Okay, let me see. Clock running there. Everything running there. Record. I see we the miss you so much. Everything going on. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the Read Option um, our week four recap, but before we get into that, a reminder to you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from the NFL in the 21st century for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. We should all be conflicted about loving and following this stuff, but we do, and here we are. Oh, wait, John, sending me a voice note. Wait, let me play it for the people.
2: I'm just hoping that Ronaldo hasn't messed up um, the soundboard yet. I have a feeling. Productions not going to go as well as it should, but it'll just be like that.
1: The level of petty. You see, and he's a horrible teammate. You know, it's almost as if John works in the Suns front office and he doesn't value what I bring to the team here. Wow, sick blood. I'm trying to play two roles at the moment. Okay, so John is what, doing whatever John does, living his whimsical life. Just best life. <laughs> just absolute best life. <laughs> just just me and Cardo in studio today, but John is going to be popping in, sending voice notes from Arizona. I think he went there to officially get a head start on the Kyler Murray MVP party because... As that, I as I've been saying, and I was so wrong for not picking him, but we'll get back to we, we'll get to that in the gambling pod later this week. But the Kyler Murray for MVP train, I mean seats are filling up fast. There can't be much left because he's that guy right now.
0: No, definitely, definitely. I think Arizona is not only the best team in football right Ooh. now. No, they are. They are. It, it, it was somewhere close. Charges right there on their heels. I thought the Rams could stand there for a bit, but it's it's clear that Arizona is playing the best football at this time. It's still early in the season, but best team in the league right now.
1: Are you and John ready to retake all of y'all disorganized, organized quarterback takes? Because no, I'm
0: still standing on that hill. But hey, don't get me wrong. You could die, o- you could die on that hill. Probably, but disorganized quarterbacks are rocking the league right now. So I don't I don't see nothing to be ashamed about. They are legit running the league right now.
1: Absolutely killing it. Like, I mean, and if you have not listened or if you're not in on the joke, so here's the thing. Um, John and Carter are, well, let me not say John because he's white and people may take that differently, but Carter was super racist when it comes to quarterbacks and he calls all of the black quarterbacks disorganized. It's the coded language that him and John use when they're describing the black quarterbacks Uh from the stereotypical it's, pocket passes, Is
0: is not is not is not coded language. It's, it's legit. You absolutely have coded you language. have a, you have a group of okay. quarterbacks that
1: legit view the quarterback position from a disorganized manner. Okay, I'm gonna test this theory right now. So Kyla Murray. I just want I'm just gonna give names uh-huh. and you say disorganized or organized. We're gonna okay. do this every week, by the way, if okay. you listen to this podcast. Kyla Murray.
0: Disorganized.
1: Justin Herbert. <sighs>
0: Oh, it depends. It does. It, it no, depends. No, no, no,
1: no. Justin Herbert, organized. Joe Burrow,
0: organized. Am I my
1: to move? Mm, okay. Tom Brady,
0: <laughs> very
1: organized. Lamar
0: Jackson, uh, disorganized. Okay. See, I mean,
1: I'm just, I'm just saying, it's pretty. good cl- Justin Fields. Wow. <sighs> Disorganized. Yeah. Okay. So it's clear. It's clear what you think and what disorganized and organized means. But anything. I don't
0: want. I don't want anybody to view disorganized as some negative connotation.
1: It absolutely has. No,
0: all it's the not. It's quantity. it's simply looking at the game of football from a manner that no matter what pops up, I could make something happen. And you have you have a group of quarterbacks that can do that. Russell Westbrook has made a career. I don't know why I say Westbrook. No, Russell it, Wilson has made a do. career off of. Being that guy when the pocket breaks down to find something out of nothing. His disorganization has led to Super Bowls. It's not a bad connotation. So Russell Wilson disorganized? Definitely. Kirk Cousins. Oh, boy, that man organized. But then when the pressure eats sometimes, time them foot could get disorganized. You know
1: how it go? <laughs> I just want you to see how blatant this is when y'all do it. Like, it's clear to me. I don't know if it's as clear to everybody listening, but it's super blatant. Anyway, are we in a rush to say that the Rams aren't up there with the Cardinals, though, because, I mean, this this was this was a game that I feel like the Cardinals had this, you know, like when you have something for somebody that's been kicking your ass for so long. Because right, the Rams right. beat them eight times in a row. Like, they had to be up for this game.
0: And see, this, this is the point I make every week in football. You have certain teams that show up for certain matchups, and yeah. then other teams, it's just like, ah, oh, we, we could beat them if we, you know? Yeah. Arizona looked at this game like this is a challenge for us. We want to stay our stake our claim to this division. We want to be that number one seed coming out. This is the game that we have to have. Rams looked at it was like, yeah, it's Arizona. We played our big game last week.
1: I think that's what a lot of it was. A lot of it was, hey, we beat the big dogs in yeah. the NFC. These are the ones we always kicking their ass. We can like, just we push them aside.
0: Them. We don't have to. I felt like they looked at the game and was like, we don't have to go a full hundred percent.
1: You know what I thought um, the Rams was confused by, and McVeigh specifically? Well, what do we do if we can't throw the Cooper Cup 20 times? I don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. It's other things to do on offense when you ain't throwing it to Cooper Cup? Like legit. Because they was
0: lost. Like, Like legit. I hate to mix up two games, but watching the Raiders game last night, it made me realize the whole strategy for the Rams. Yeah. They have Hunter Renfro on the Raiders. It's the exact same strategy, and it was a moment in that game last night. Oh, but he where, ain't as good, though. No, he's not. But there was a moment in the game last night where John Gruden legit looked at his playbook, and you could see him like looking like, we need more plays for no, Hunter Renfro.
1: No, I thought you was going to say that about Darren Waller, because no. usually it's thrown to him 20 right, times.
0: Right, but the strategy they had last night was to get Hunter Renfro yeah. in space. So there was a moment on the commentary team, and he was like, the Rams practice against the Raiders in the off season. They did the joint practice thing, yeah. and they were talking about like this route that uh, Hunter Renfrow made up. Cooper Cup copied it, and like ever since they've been in this battle on who could do this one route better. So I'm like, wow, that's really what the Rams oh,
1: do. But Cooper Cup is winning. No, definitely, <laughs> it's not definitely. Even close.
0: But it, it's just this whole idea that we have to get Cooper Cup in space, and if we if we if we can't do it, then what's next? And that's what you saw from the Rams on Sunday.
1: I, I, I'm just saying, like, maybe diversify your playbook a little bit. Maybe
0: I mean, you got other receivers, but it's elite three players. Get the Butler Cooper Cup, Troy Deep, Sean Jackson, or Les Hope.
1: I forget he's on that team every week.
0: No, nah, they, 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 they 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 consistently target him about three times with a deep ball, and V-Catch one is good, even okay. the Super Bowl that week.
1: And that's it. <laughs> that's it. All right, let's go on to another quarterback on my favorite team, as you know, uh, of course, all the black quarterbacks. Ain't nobody got nothing to say about Lamar Jackson when people catching the ball, though.
0: Mm, you can't speak saucy but that man this week. Ain't, I might as well tell you.
1: Ain't nothing to say about Lamar when people catching the ball.
0: And that's why I say being a disorganized quarterback is in a negative connotation. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, found yeah, a yeah, way we, to make plays here. happen on Sunday when the pocket broke down. Here we go. You could have depend on Lamar Jackson to make a play. There it was go. a couple of third downs in that game where, legit, if you looked at it, an uh, no, uh, organized quarterback <laughs> would have been buried into the turf, but... He made something happen. It's, n- it's not a negative connotation. Yes, it
1: is. When you say the words, if you actually just look up the words, there is nothing positive you would say about it. Yeah, but it. we talking about football everybody got a little black brain. So, hey. Bill Belichick, organized or unorganized You could coach?
0: see the man disorganized partly. You could, you could look at Bill and see he's just there for the chaos, bro. You Perfect. see his hug on Tom Brady?
1: Perfect. That's pure chaos. Perfect segue. Um, let's just go to your game right away. That game was a disappointment.
0: For who? For y'all. I
1: I feel like that game was a disappointment for everybody. It was a disappointment for the players, disappointment for the viewing public, disappointment from a marketing standpoint. From a
0: marketing standpoint, yeah, I could agree.
1: Okay, so my problem number one with it, the star that emerged from this game, Steve Belichick. That is the only thing that people were talking about after the game. No, and he even legit has some later. problems
0: going on. We got <laughs> the, probably... we got to pull him aside. He got to go through some therapy. Something, something ain't right.
1: He's on things. Yeah, like I feel pretty confident in saying that he's on things. Not legit. Know
0: what... Legit. After the third tongue roll, I was like, somebody got a Jackie P. I really, really try to get a D person business, but somebody got to go look at it. I...
1: I, I watched that game and I thought, I need to know more about him. I need to know how he he's coaches. He's Bill Belichick's
0: son. What, what more do you need to know?
1: You can imagine that why childhood like coming that? up. Why, why are you like that? Like, why are you making them faces? Why is he doing that? Like I need to know what the players think about this. I need to know the level of respect he's getting from them with these haircuts. Because it wasn't just that haircut. <laughs> they... You can go and you can look. He's always had these shitty haircuts.
0: Right, this is what I'm saying. Your dad is Bill Belichick. The only thing that matters in your life is your ability to call defenses. He legit probably went to school, got straight A's, and Bill was like, yeah, what would that 3-4 look like, though? It's
1: like that's all his life like, is. I'm not concerned about the 3.4 GPA. Sure. I'm concerned about the 3-4 defense. Let me know.
0: Could you get a zone on the back end of that? That's literally all Bill cares, cares about.
1: But this is my thing. Okay, and... This is gonna sound very stereotypical, right? But why does he look like he grew up in a trailer park on meth when he comes from a very, very privileged, rich family of a six-time Super Bowl winning—sorry, co- eight.
0: Yeah, eight, if you count from the Giants,
1: eight-time Super Bowl winning head coach.
0: Because it's very likely he grew up in a trailer park in the backyard of his dad's house. It's very likely
1: that that's that was, was a pretty big house, and I'm pretty sure he got to go in and enjoy the, the amenities.
0: Bill came up in a navy base. So he knows the only way to get good at coaching defense, he need to rough it a little bit. You could look you could look at Steve and see. Steve don't look like he come
1: from privilege. He's
0: roughing it, bro. He's <laughs> he been roughing it from day one. Straight out of college, straight into the locker room. Just roughing it. I have a hard time believing he went to college when I look at it. Uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Probably went to the college of defense.
1: <laughs> but your yet, yet takeaway from this game, because this was like... like We heard from you on the gambling pod, lots of people got to laugh at your pain and just being tormented that this game actually had to happen, that you had to see Tom Brady return to Foxborough. Let's just start with the reception that he got from, from people. Were you surprised at that or kind of in line? No, no, no. If I was
0: in the building, it would have been the exact same uh, energy. It's, it, it's hard for you to look at a quarterback that has done so much for your organization. And you know, just how much I love sports. So if I, if I fall in love with a team, by fall in love, he becomes a part of my life. So in a lot of instances, Tom Brady has quote unquote raised me in my love for football. So to see him play for another team, it won't stop the love. Now, as soon as we get past all the emotions, you got to get the execution. So it's, it's literally chain him on his, on, on, on his way out, and then you go right to bone him the second he says hut for the next game. <laughs> like legit, Bill Belichick raises us.
1: Okay, so that and then you had another thing that I thought was really awkward from that game was the whole kind of, I don't know, the kind of mismanagement that happened when he broke the record. And there wasn't a chance to celebrate it. It was just weird because it was was weird. Have it or not, it
0: it was weird because of the moment. Because the moment was so big in terms of Tom coming back to Foxborough, all of the passion locked up in that had everybody distracted. So the second he he broke the record, it was almost like the announcers knew it, but persons on the field was like, well, we know he needs some yards, but right now we just got to get through this drive." So that that got lost in the moment, the bigger moment of him returning. So the second everybody realized, of course it wasn't, nobody was going to go back and, you know, let's stage the moment, give him the football, do all of that. So they just passed it off on the sidelines.
1: If he was still in the Patriots uniform.
2: Oh, baby, he was going to have firewood.
0: You You know, all of the former quarterbacks would have been there. Bill Parcells probably would have been there. You know, we would had a ceremony. Probably just end the game at that point. But, hey, he playing for the opposite team now.
1: I was listening to a Levitard show, and they were saying how this really should have been a celebration of how bad the AFC East was over the last 20 years, just as much as it was a celebration of the Patriots. Why? why? All of the terrible AFC East quarterbacks and names from the past 20 years should have popped up. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick should have been there because he plays for everybody all the terrible Dolphin and Jets quarterbacks, like mm. all of that should have happened, and they should have been on the sidelines to say, hey, we helped to create this moment.
0: No, I, I, okay, from that standpoint, I didn't listen to the board, but from no. that standpoint, that that makes perfect sense. J.P.
1: Lossman, yeah. Bills quarterback. So
0: much help to Tom Brady's career. But I,
1: the, the Bills didn't make the playoffs for like 17 years. Just no. as shitty as the Dolphins. No,
0: and I often call Tom Brady a reap on this part. He takes QB's soul. He did. started defeating the AFCs. I still
1: don't know what happened to right. I'm
0: not even in the same sense. You know how I feel about that.
1: He hasn't. But the weather was the great equalizer, though, because I think a lot of... The I think sh- the
0: greatest equalizer, yes, the weather Martin? played a factor, but the greatest... ten. E- no.
1: Belichick? <laughs> no. Go ahead.
0: The greatest equalizer was the crowd. Because.
1: Get the entire. Why
0: say that? Hear me out. Hear me out. If you watch the post game interview, you can understand how emotional Tom Brady was. He
1: was. He really was.
0: For him to go there and try to have a clear mindset on how to approach that game, that was shook from the second he ran up the tunnel. He actually, if you watch his entrance carefully, he forgot that he wasn't a Patriot anymore. He did the whole rundown, let's effing go. And he was into it, and then he realized, shit, yeah, he's played for the Bucks now. Oh, I, I miss you all, too. Like, it, it was that kind of
1: moment for him. I, I get that, but I still think in the moment football became football. Like, nah. once you line up and you start Anybody
0: playing... Anybody that knows Tom Brady watched him play on Sunday night realized, like, he he wasn't... Mentally, he wasn't in the best position to play a football game. He was overcome with emotions.
1: I'm also saying that the rain played a huge factor in that. Nah. The, the rain, any any type of element, elemental change... Always favors the lesser team, and I think it's not. <laughs> I disagree. It's you disagree that the Patriots are the lesser team. No, to an extent, we are. To all to all extents,
0: no, to an extent. What the extent is? They, just they have the a Super better Bowl. offense, which is true. They have a really good offense. Yes, a really good offense. Yes, but we 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 there. We creeping up slowly. What One is? and three. But we creeping up slowly. I, how slow. Very slow. Is okay. I don't. Is it out of Mark Jones' pace? Slow. So
1: they're at a. They're a better team than Mark Jones, organized or disorganized.
0: Oh, very organized. You watched him man pocket presents. I mean, he get eat like seven times. Pause, but. It's he, so it's so ridiculous. Hey, we. we hey, if if it's any time for you to be happy to be a Patriot fan, it was Sunday night watching Mark Jones step up in the moment. They lost. I nothing. Moral victories. We like the Dolphins. though. Every Sunday is a new day. The Dolphins
1: day. have no kind of victories, moral or otherwise. But so every Sunday
0: they're excited, about. bro. It's like a new season kicks off every, every Sunday at every 1 p.m. S-
1: the PLP don't win for us every Sunday. <laughs> it is not a new day. like that. One more thing about this Patriots game before we move on. If they had made the field goal, were you still afraid that Brady was going to come back and do his thing? Oh, no, definitely. Because <laughs> sec- that's the poetic ending that the game should have sec- had.
0: The second we scored... And went up uh, by the one point. I was like, bro, you know where where we've been in this game. One, we get into the fourth quarter, two, that's Tom Brady. You get a man three seconds in this building, in the rain. That's why I say the rain was in the... He enjoyed that moment playing in the rain. That's what Patriot as no, a uh, no team I,
1: I called BS on that. What? No quarterback what? wants the elements. I, bro. No quarterback bro, at it any was, level It was like three or, three or four seasons NFL, ago. We, we had a Monday
0: elements. night football game against the Ravens. I don't oh, know. And then, out oh, the odds, I'm pretty sure that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady summoned the ring. because nope. Lamar Jackson was on the drive of his life, and then all of a
1: sudden there was a storm, and he couldn't do anything if he won the game. Nope. Dude's uncomfortable, bro. There is no quarterback that wants the elements. I'm telling you, what they want is the perfect conditions to throw. Because once you have any kind of element... The perfect in the condition
0: way, for Brady is somewhere around... Start of about 5. Uh, PI in the football. So, in any weather, he get Once
1: the football is flat. I guess. Alright, so we did bring up the Dolphins. I guess we gotta go here. I mean, the only reason we get to talk about the Dolphins is because it's tangentially connected to Mike Schraun. And... Everything that happened with that. So, a part of John's sojourn around Earth, I don't know where he is now, but his journey. Somewhere on a flight. But his journey started.
0: Comfortable flight. In
1: Miami because it was a big deal to us and it should have been a big deal to everybody that uh, Mike Strawn was having a chance. The best chance he's going to have to play as close to home as possible. His entire family went to see him. Good morning, America. We talked about that a lot on last week's pod, how they were ensuring that his parents were going to be there at the game. And so you have the show of support. You have Minister Youth Sports and Culture, Mario Boleg was there. You had the Strong family based in the U.S. or based locally. It was a whole lot of people there to support him. And the Colts were even playing this up with their marketing team because they were posting things you know, relevant to saying this is a special game, this is like a homecoming. And then they don't give Doug no targets. And then he barely gets any snaps.
0: See, this is why I'm confused. I know we now have a Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and I don't understand why they ain't dealing with this. This is, this is now an international incident. We need letters written. We need our placards outside of the uh, Indianapolis Colts facility. You bring my, you, you bring him to Miami... You bring that man to play and play a pivotal role. The fact that you ain't target that man in Miami is, is, is like a slap in the face to the entire country.
1: And this is the thing, right? It wasn't even a close game. Like, it was the perfect conditions for Bro. them to just play everybody. You was playing the
0: Dolphins. I don't even want you to play everybody. I want you to just say, hey, let's write up a package, get
1: Mike at least five targets. That's it. That's it. We we ain't need nothing much. Five targets, he'll do the rest. Even if it's just in the red zone, cause they had so many opportunities. It was times when they the, the fade route to Mo Ali Cox for that's no a, reason. That's a play you could just draw for, no for your six five receiver. Is all I'm saying. Like
0: you draft him cause he's six five. Get a gonna just
1: throw it up there, bro. Alright, John has something he wants to add about this game.
2: As you guys know, I was in Miami this weekend to watch Mike had a little meeting, we met the family.
1: Uh, I just need to pause right here and say, you see how he always got a flex for everything for no reason, right? This ain't that John is in the ground. Jesus Christ!
2: Apparently, 10th year seniors is big time celebrity status with that family. <laughs> so, we we out there. That's all I know. But just going to the game, watching the game, it's just disappointing that the Colts will put them in for five snaps, and they pretty much use them as a decoy. Like you usually use. Your best best players is a decoy for running plays. They just brought him in for running, blocking plays. And the thing that was the most frustrating thing is you were know, in the red zone like three times. You can't give him one back shoulder throw. He's six foot five. It, you showed it worked with the tight end with those with those high throws. Like the coach gotta get it together. That's all I know. Because now I'm thinking if T Y comes back, there's gonna be a wide receiver on the chopping block and who knows. What could happen after that? This is football. After
1: all, nothing's guaranteed. I just need to know what's going to be happening on Hard Knocks now. Uh, Is John going to be featuring on Hard Knocks? Because this is another thing, right? If you're trying to sell something, and we all know Hard Knocks ain't just selling football. You watch the games for that. You're selling narratives and you're selling stories. stories. Wouldn't this have been perfect? And it would have been even more perfect because they were wearing 10 YS hats. But seriously, this is a great narrative to sell. He you you draw up the play for him, he catches a touchdown, he goes over and gives the ball to his family. Why do I have to explain everything to these people? I mean it's, but again, it's,
0: it's, it's like I for AML. Powerful. But it, it, it is is the fact it's the fact that no, I'll take me completely off
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Insider.
0: Oh uh, boy. Anyway, like I was saying. It is it, it's, it's, it's just the narrative that we wanted and John said it in his in his uh, voice message. If T.Y. comes back, there is a wide receiver on the bubble. And if it is Mike, I mean, the way I look at it, there's a lot of opportunities for a 6'5 guy in the league. One is in New England. We need a big threat. He'll be perfect there. But there's a lot more teams away from New England that needs a wide receiver like that.
1: I'm, I mean, listen, and that's, that's the worst-case scenario, obviously, but John is thinking from a purely business perspective, and I, I get it. I get it, but... I, I think the market for a six-five receiver that can run and jump the way he does is out there. It's just odd to me because the first game you give him so many snaps and he's productive. The second game you give him even more snaps but less targets. But third, it's the story, game, third it's the, game he's inactive.
0: It's the story of the Colts, bro. Like anybody that follows that team, I I follow that team because my brother is a super huge fan of the Colts. Andrew is also. So there are people around us that really keep that narrative Andrew alive. Andrew was
1: kind of loving it from a distance after Peyton Manning. Yeah, no, after Andrew Luck retired. He well, was loving uh, it from a distance but after But see, that.
0: Th- those two lines right there is everything you need to know about the Colts. Yeah. Peyton left, they pushed them at the back door. Andrew mm-hmm. Luck retired because they couldn't get an offensive line. That's the Colts. I don't know what more you expect from this organization. They know how to see good things and watch good things live. Jesus
1: Christ. Okay, John has more. Uh, he said he has something for you.
2: Topic. Hey, Cardo. What's up? How are things going, man? How that Brady thing was. If you do realize if you made that field goal, he had 55 seconds left for two timeouts. He was just going to break your heart even worse.
0: He couldn't break my heart anymore. That's what Tom Brady does. He's made for the dramatics. Like,
2: the weather was the ultimate um, factor. Played no that. role. If, there was, if it was clear in Foxborough... He would have threw for 6,000 yards and 45 touchdowns that one game. Correct.
0: I give him a cut and a half.
2: It's Tom Brady, man. Get used to it. Dolphin fans, we were used to it. But now I'm an Arizona fan, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. That's all I can say.
0: All I would know from Jordan, is he an Arizona fan because of Kyler Murray? Or is he an Arizona fan because Chandler Jones might not get locked up until week 50?
1: Well, it's it's a lot going on. Good question. Um... I famously always, almost always, if it's close when we pick games, I'm going with the black quarterback. Mm. That's just what I do. And I've been telling y'all from week one, if the Cardinals are good, Kyler Murray has to be the MVP for this team. And it, I mean, I thought it was obvious from the break, but it's clearly obvious now. Four weeks in, you did, the chan, did the Chandler Murray for MVP <laughs> chance have kind of died down?
0: Yeah, because you know man. He got a lot of other things going on. He brought be my big jail for a really long time.
2: Yeah, it'll it be mm. all
1: right. So what happened last week was I picked the Rams ahead of the Cardinals. John picked the Cardinals, and now he's using this as an opportunity to, to, claim, the right to claim to claim Kyla Murray and Arizona. And it also helps that he's in Arizona right now, so he has something from that. And,
2: you know, now didn't pick the Cardinals to win.
1: This jackass.
2: <laughs> Go figure of the one guy that has his beliefs in. All minority quarterbacks, especially the ones that are unorganized. Uh, but Racist. You know what? I had so much confidence in Kyler that they were going to beat the Rams that I flew out to Arizona personally to show my respects (laughs) to Kyler.
1: Pause. That is not why he went to Arizona. He was going to be going to Arizona anyway. His family lives there.
0: Help me out. Help me out. Just like Hard Knocks, 10YS is all about the story. We're all about the narrative. It's no bigger narrative than... Being so convinced by a team that, I that fly you have up. to see them in person to pay your respects.
1: All right, let's see what Lts is say.
2: That's it. like between him and Chandler Jones, that that's the new team. I'm done with the Dolphins. The Dolphins suck. I'm gonna be buying some Arizona um, Cardinals gear. Let me know if y'all need any. I get some 55 Chandler Jones Picardo. I get the Kyler Murray jersey, and I just put didn't believe for now because he didn't believe that he be, were here to be able to beat the Rams, but. Right now, the Cardinals look like they're the best team in the NFL, and that's the team I am now going to be pulling for because my mom does own a home in uh, the state of Arizona. <laughs> so I feel like that qualifies me to be able to be a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Topic. Hey,
1: Carl. How many places does his mom own a home? But, okay, so here's the thing. One, Voice Note John is pretty good.
0: Yeah, very good. Very voice good. Note
1: John is pretty good. He's also good at he, – he's better at Johnning on Voice Notes. Because it's like he he stabs you and then he twists the knife. Yeah, the because he doesn't have to look in
0: your eyes, so he can be very like deliberate with it. Voice note, John, very deliberate. Jackass,
1: <laughs> he's right though. He's right on so many fronts.
0: No, if, 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 there's there's four narratives that came out of this weekend that you could lock up in stone. One, Arizona is going to be one of those teams that we see in the last few weeks of the season. They could they're built to make a deep playoff run. I watching the game on Sunday, there was AJ Green sighting again, and then. You say to yourself, if A.J. Gearing can become more consistent down the stretch, that offense is virtually unstoppable. They have Edmund running on the back. Johnson, if he's you know, where he's supposed to be, that team is built to go deep. The second half coming out the week, and I hate to make the plug, bruh. Zach Wilson probably ain't gonna last a year.
1: <laughs> like, I, w- I was just gonna go there for some quick hitters. Like, congrats, New York football! Everyone
0: won. They they won, but they got a, bro. Salas have to do something to protect that man. That man have a bright future area. But I feel like, uh, Der- Derek is the one who's playing in Las Vegas. Yes. So David is the one. That, yeah, I'm getting strong David Carr vibes. Yeah, from the future, Zach Wilson, okay. bro. It's
1: it's, but this is the same thing we said about two behind the Dolphins' offensive line. It bro, just happened quicker than it happened yeah, for Zach Wilson. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, that's a telltale sign. You got to do more to protect to protect that man. That's it's beyond ridiculous that you take a quarterback that high and not consider how you protect him. It's it's it baffles me. The third point coming out of the week. There's a lot of quality defenses in this league, mm-hmm. but. There's some shaky secondaries. Like, I don't, I don't remember when the shift became... Because for such a long time, we had these dominant secondaries yeah. that literally controlled football. Now it's all about the pass rush. And then you have a lot of secondaries that's sagging off. Tampa Bay playing against us. They were down to Richard Sherman on a fence to finish that game. I don't understand how a Super Bowl team... For, I mean, injuries well, plays they, a part yeah, of it. I was about to say, they but at, three the time, but DBs at the same time, is injured. But at the same time, so you have to do something Schematic. to. Schematic. Correct.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's rule changes that have absolutely favored offensive play because the NFL needs high scoring offenses to I be thought the it thing was to that. sell the game. That's a part of it. Two. I think people have, the same way that running backs have kind of become undervalued because you feel like you could plug and play them, I feel like that same kind of thing has happened to secondaries. And I people are kind of like that with defenses in general because defensive players aren't, very seldom are they seen as the stars of football. Mm-hmm. Like us as football fans who know them, they're the stars. But they're the ones out there selling stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, So I feel like, just as a natural byproduct of that, people see them as more expendable, Bendable. so you don't have the same kind of reaction you would toward the offensive. Uh,
0: not the heap on praise to my head coach, but course, I feel yes like yes, it
1: is to heap on whatever you about to say is the heap on. Praise I feel to like your head no, coach. I
0: feel like it's the Bill Belichick narrative taking over the league. This idea that you could plug and play these shifty cornerbacks and you 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 combine them with linebackers technically playing safeties. And you combine those two elements together. It's the same thing San Diego is doing. Yeah, they have these shifty, rangy uh, cornerbacks that could play man, Evolution and you put in them. The uh, it, it's strange to see it, and I, I I just don't understand when the shift happened.
1: It was kind of it was kind of a gradual thing because I remember people making a big deal about the Cardinals doing it right, and. I don't know. I, I think you. I think you saw this coming because Troy Polamalu was kind of like that. He he wasn't always playing safety. You, he was yeah. freewheeling and basically playing linebacker. He was roving and doing whatever. It, it's it's a com- like I keep saying it was a com- combination of several things. I think the way the only way to keep up with some of these offenses is to put more of the smaller guys on the field because it's what the Patriots did. Yeah, they were basically running seven DBs at one point. So you put more of these hybrid players on the field to be able to keep pace and do what you can do within reason with the rule changes favoring the offense. That's that's the evolution of football. It's that and disorganized quarterbacks.
0: Fair point. Fourth and final point of what came up this weekend. Y'all got to do something Justin Herbert. Damn man has nothing to do with him. Damn man. Let it's me explain like, something. The debate's new. over,
1: you know, bro. Like it's it's done. Like I'm not even, I'm not here for the tour stuff anymore. Damn, man's
0: so good. He's the most improved player for the next three years. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro.
1: No, he's great. He's gr- He's great now. He's great now.
0: Like I, I've never seen a, a young, a quarterback at this age. Literally, manhandle the defense.
1: Stop it. You have... Who? You, you saw Patrick Mahomes' first season throw for 5,000 I mean. yards and 50 touchdowns almost. Okay, okay. Okay,
0: let yeah. me out. me up. I don't count Patrick Mahomes' Why? first season because he was on the bench for a year.
1: So, okay. coming right. right out, green... His like, first season as a starter, Okay, fail, fail,
0: fail. But, bruh... Justin Herbert, that's a different well, period. Well,
1: he, he got to sit and learn from Tyrod Taylor for like a game, eh? Or for a half? Yeah, How long know. it was before they puncture as long yeah, It was a half, right. It's
0: like a couple of seconds in the locker room. Thanks, it's happened. You could learn a lot from Tyrod. Uh,
1: do we say anything about the Cowboys being good?
0: Mm. Zeke showed some flashes. I'm waiting to see what he... If, if he could do it two weeks in a row, then I could officially say the Cowboys are back. That defense is playing really good this year. They do have they do have Really good. good. I think players. if that's something to do with the number changes, lighter numbers on the jersey, I love making it. the linebackers faster. I don't understand faster. why
1: people don't like it, but I love it. Who don't think, like it? And I don't know. I listen to a lot of NFL podcasts, and a lot of old people don't like it. But if you, if you love college football, this you've been seeing this. So this lighter, game,
0: light, lighter numbers on the jersey make these linebackers look faster. <laughs> I really believe
1: that. That's your greatest take. Okay, let me see if I can do this outro thing properly. I did it!
0: John DeBrito modded us.